What's up, everybody? Josh and Jay back with another exciting edition of the America is Blue podcast. Here to talk about this hard-hitting, goal-scoring Chelsea side that we're uh, all pulling so hard for right now. Uh, We were at the London Stadium today uh, for an early morning East Coast draw against West Ham. And uh, we continued to do exactly what it is that we do. But, uh, Jay, we still follow the format here. You always get the first word. Let us know what you uh, thought about the uh, performance from the boys today. Yeah, the more things change, the more they stay the same. Um, all right. I know we're all probably really disappointed. This is not the result that we wanted. Uh, there's probably a lot we need to pick apart. Uh, I'm going to start off with a little bit of positivity. For, I'd say, the majority of the first half of the game, we started to look like a side who had some idea of what they were doing and had some creativity and, and stop with the backward and the sideways and all the annoying shit we've been dealing with all year. Um, obviously we didn't progress into the second half, which was a problem and I know we'll get into it, but you know, as shitty as certain things were as shitty as the result was, there were some elements of positivity to draw from this game. So <laughs> I'm going to first reflect on that before I lose my goddamn mind. You sound mind like the Graham next Potter minutes. right now. Okay, Graham, tell, tell me what was good. I am being positive to start cause I have like. 90% of everything I have to say is going to be negative and I'm going to be ripping people to death. Uh, so I at least wanted to start off with a little bit of positivity. Just sprinkle that in sure. here that for a period of time, we looked like a competent team. Just not a 90 minute period of time. No, so it, that's, it, an, that, that's, a, that, that's a, that's an issue in this game. Typically, typically you have to play for 90 because that's how long the game goes. And sometimes the games last a little longer than that. There's minutes after sometimes, the 90. Sometimes. So, sometimes. I mean, it was typical. Is that your word? Is that yes. your word? I mean, just. That's your just, word. I was going to set you up. I was about to give you the alley What's the one word of the game? I was about to do it. typical. Typical yep. is the word. Because what do we do? Oh, we get the ball. Oh, yay. I, I feel slightly less stressed watching us at least have the ball and be terrible than be defending the entire time, I guess. But, I mean, I never felt again. Like, once we scored, I was like, oh, can we can we keep this going? Of course we have to have six to eight goals disallowed. I mean, but that's, that's normal. It, it's just the fact that we can't string solid play together for long periods of time, and the fact that we can't score two goals or go up 2-0 is just unbelievable to me. Uh, especially now with the talent on the field, you would think that we would start to get a little bit of cohesion. And I swear to God, now Graham Potter annoys me even more than most people do every day. It, like, it, it, it's Welcome like, he's like, to the club. He's, like, like, he's starting to become the person that I hate, like driving, or or, or the person that always, or or or, or who can't park, or, or 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 stuff like that. I mean. Everything about this guy, Graham Potter, although he has great character, he's the guy that doesn't return the cart in the in the grocery store parking lot. Like, he's the guy that leaves it in the parking space or something. Just the worst possible thing to annoy you. And now I just, <laughs> I am really, really getting tired of it. it it's, it's, uh, it's bad. You would have thought that we would have spoken about what we were, we were each going to say coming into this because... 
Let's just get right. I have into no Grandpa. notes. Like I don't even. I, don't I know. Even write I know. Anything. There's a lot I want to. There's a lot I want to talk about about actual players, like people who actually mean something uh, and who are going to be a part of the future of this team and not our shitbag manager. My analogy is: Grand Potter is the guy who walks in on his wife having an affair, and then commends the guy for his stamina. <laughs> Ah, that's Grand Potter. Really giving it to it. That's Grand Potter. That dude. That is Grand Potter. Um, first off, <laughs> we're, we're 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 okay. Back to the slight bit of positivity. Our lineup, I didn't think was bad. No, I thought the guys we threw out there. I thought we were set up right. I liked the formation. You could have qualmed about a couple of the dudes, but in general, I thought we had the right guys on the field, and I think it showed up front. I think we were ready for this game. What we've continued to say is there are no in-game adjustments. There are no halftime adjustments. We come out of the dressing room at halftime, and there's no plan. More often than not, just more often than not, these guys come out, and it just kind of feels like we've lost all the steam we've built up prior to the game. It just dissipates. It just evaporates. It's gone. And then when we start to make substitutions, although not all of them were terrible, a lot of these, I'm like, why are we doing this? So, in-game management is shit. Halftime, like when you need to regroup and try to figure things out again, is shit. And then when you need to really change things up by getting new personnel on the field or swapping people off, that is complete shit. And it's been continued shit since he has come on board. And then after the game, obviously the the, the, the penalty and whatever else. And he's like, oh, I don't know. if, Bro, like I always thought it was like this ridiculous thing. And when you're watching Major League Baseball, when the manager comes out of the dugout and he's kicking dirt at the ump and he's going fucking crazy. And it, it's just like, what a ridiculous show. I'm sure all of the players on both sides are like, yeah, okay, this shit again, this show. But it does mean something. It means something when you actually will put yourself out there to back the shield, to back the players, and to let rip. And when that penalty was not called and didn't get reviewed, you needed to come out after this game and you needed to lay some wood. And you went out there with your dick between your legs and you were just like, oh, well, you know, whom the hum the who are you going to say positive? And, you know, the boys need to jazz. Oh, I haven't really gotten a good look at it. But, dude, not the take. You should have looked at it before you went into. He should have been looking at it in real in. time and losing his mind. He should have been wasting yeah. into the fourth official. Should have been doing yeah. everything possible. And when when the, the manager can't show the requisite amount of desperation when the players are out there, you know, trying to make it happen, especially at the moment in the game in which it happened. It's not like it was something in the 56th minute and, you know, whatever else. It was at a critical point. It's just, it just continues to show that he's a, he's a shrinking violet. He's just not the guy with the type of backbone that I think is required for a club of this stature. And I hate to say this, for all the money that Mr. Bully has spent, they missed the mark on the manager selection. And unfortunately, it's a pretty big part of the of the whole thing. Uh, you know, let me just breeze through some stuff now. I got a couple of things in the chamber. I thought Matawiki looked right. pretty good. He, he, had, he had some yep. very nice runs, did some exciting things, cutting in on left. I, I like that. Mudrick got the free kick early, right out, right out of the gate. I thought we had an opportunity to be dangerous. He didn't see the ball again for the entire first half. Hardly did a, hardly did a thing. Uh, we're not getting certain guys involved. I, I thought we also had a couple of chances on the breaks where where guys didn't just shoot. Again, we, we should have been been working Fabianski. He did have to make a couple of saves, like RLC, I remember. He broke through early again, like yeah. on that run. Dude, yeah. just make them work. Put it on, just put it on net. 
And here's the thing. And and granted, I am not a professional. I did not grow up playing footy or, 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 or soccer. But something tells me that all of these guys were very successful at what they were doing at the youth level. I know that RLC was obviously in our youth system. You know how to shoot, bud. You, you've, you've seen the frame of goal before. You do it in training all the time. Put one on the frame. I don't care if you're rusty. You're not rusty enough to, to put one between the wickets. Put it on goal. Maybe there's a rebound. Maybe there's a spill. That gives a chance for Havertz to score or Joao Felix, you know, pulling up from behind. There, there's just, we're not giving them ourselves the opportunity for continued success. You know, you don't necessarily always uh, score on the first shot. Sometimes it's a rebound. Sometimes it's a, a deflection. You got to be in it to win it. And again, I, I just don't think that the guys have the requisite thirst to score. I, I mean, I don't know what it is. I think this applies to a lot of these guys. You know, Kai Havertz, sort of. I didn't think he was awful today. He wasn't good, but he wasn't awful today. Um, Ruben Loftus-Cheek, we've been saying this about him forever. He looks so dynamic in the middle third of the field when he's going on runs. And then as soon as you get into the final third, his brain just goes into mush. He doesn't know whether to pass, to shoot, what to do. It's just everything falls apart. You look like an absolute stallion. And then you turn into my little pony. Dude, it, it's so, unbelievable. It, it's like, dude, every he time. hits the 18-yard box. He's like, Johnny, number five, I'm alive. Like, he has, he has no idea. Like, the, the nano computer just explodes. Th- that said, I I was happy we put him out there instead of my favorite player on the team. Because, again, I don't think that would have been any better, and it didn't show any better when he eventually got on the field. So I- I'm with you on that. I think that there are some guys who are just gun-shy or just don't have that that killer instinct that when the time is right to make the right decision. And a lot of times that's probably the best example. You had the ball at your feet. You had what a half a foot on your guy. You take it, you crank it as hard as you can right at Fabianski. What's the worst thing that happens? You get a a corner, you get a rebound. He makes a save. Okay. You put one on him. You retract, and here we go. You're at least getting a corner out of it, most likely. But what you do, they try – dude, so many times they try to get cute, that one extra touch. It's Uh, always heavy. It's always always heavy. And then, oh, I'm just going to try to dink a pass, and then all of a sudden all the steam removed. Um, So, yeah, it's happened a lot. I thought, you know, to comment on what happened with Mudrick, you know, Kukurea is getting a ton of heat. Uh, I don't think he played well. He didn't have a huge impact. Chilwell looked like – a million times better than him as soon as he came on the field. That'll go into some of our you know, our substitution issues. Um, but I think part of the reason why Mudrick was neutralized was that he didn't have a running mate over there. We're playing two in the midfield. There wasn't an extra guy back there. Kukurea had to be that guy who was going to be able to break away. His interchange with Enzo was terrible. Not Enzo's fault, obviously, because that guy, he looks to be the deal. Kukurea did not have his best game. He did not provide any overlapping runs or do no. anything to help release Mudrik, and that just neutralized one entire end of the field. Um, but I'm with you. I think Nani looked good. I think Jao looked good. I thought Enzo looked great. Um, the rest of the back line, I thought all played really well. I thought Kepa did his job for the most part. Um, the first half, man, we were we were good in the first half. We needed to capitalize. We needed to put this thing away, and then it was a lapse of concentration by Reese James, who – I can't blame him. You know, he hasn't played where he just missed a run behind him and off of a decent free kick, a flick, and then a this and a that. Boom. Emerson, of course, 
ex-Chelsea player. Once but again. That's why you got to – usually again. you got to score a couple times uh, just, to, just yes. to help you, yes. uh, you know, win the game. But, again, just, yeah. just typical stuff. So – Went into you know halftime. Obviously, we were we were looking for a result. There was a game to win. Um, we wanted to get a whole lot more out of it than we did. Uh, bringing Chile on, obviously, he made that amazing run right away. Should have wrapped his foot around it uh, again. Yeah. Obviously, he uh, is somewhat rusty. I, I guess that can be said for anybody. But he did he didn't realize where he was, uh, which is kind of amazing to me. And at the end of the day. In the circumstance, doesn't everybody want to score? I feel like at the end of the day, no matter who you are as a footballer, isn't your instinct to just kind of slide one back there? Don't don't you don't you want to just wrap your foot around one and score? I, I don't understand what some of the decisions are, especially when you're by yourself and you have at least a full half a step on someone. Yeah, it's part of the problem. I mean, you know. I've been I've been down on on Grammy for for a long time now, and the excuses right. are just going out the door. We're getting guys back now. It's the rust. Now we got to get guys integrated. Now we got to get these guys acclimated to the Premier League. Changes. I, I don't know. It's just going to keep on going. But you know, it's hard for me to blame guys who really haven't played. They're not quite in the flow. Um, I thought Chilwell looked lively. I thought he looked a lot better than Kukurea. The big the big problem is that. If Kukurea wasn't providing support to Mudrik, so you want to remove Kukurea because he's been shoddy. You get Chilwell in there who does play that exact brand of ball. He's not a defensive maestro. He's a guy who you want moving forward. And then you pull Mudrik. That makes no fucking sense to me. Mudrik, it wasn't his legs. It's not. This wasn't the shit from last week. He had a cold and he was looking heavy-legged. It was just that... Again, he was neutralized out there, and there was no service. There was nobody to be able to complement his runs. Now you had a guy who can do it, and then you yank him. So I didn't understand that whatsoever. Nani out for for Ziek, I was perfectly fine yep. with. Um, Connor Gallagher coming in. We all know how I feel about that. I would have rather seen Carney come in. RLC if his legs were you know heavy, he, he hasn't played. I gotta give a shout time. to RLC. He but definitely played well. Aside from, I wish he would have. It wasn't a bad game from him. I don't like him either, but that was not a bad game. I don't blame him at all. Dude, my biggest gripe is that you know Kai Havertz. I, I wanted to see more with him and and Zhao. That wasn't there. It was a really kind of lameish performance. Not terrible, but nothing that one that, that that led me to believe that he was going to be the guy that no was going to bag one. Never, never for for a second. Where was? DD Fafana. Why wasn't that one of the moves? If we needed to score, we wanted to win this game. It was not going to come with the same shit that we were seeing from Havertz over the course of the game. And again, this wasn't his worst. It certainly wasn't his best. It was just kind of like a very pedestrian run of the mill, put him out. Why isn't DD coming in the game to try to change the dynamic with what we have at the tip? Couldn't agree. Couldn't agree more. Like give him 18 to 20 minutes. Like let the, let the kid, let the kid run out there. And if not, I mean, what are you, what are you going to do? Get less, than Kai Havertz gives you, nah. They get less it, goals than yeah. the none that we're getting. All right, I mean, whatever. I can do, I can do bad all by so myself. Stupid. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm. He's got to go, man. He's got to go. It's no. the temperament. It's the lack of strategy. It's the lack of tactical awareness. It's the lack of in-game maneuvering. That's your fucking job. We just talked last week. They had to hire somebody as a motivational 
mental psyche change. This is the job of your manager. You're paying this guy $12 million a year. I know it sucks that you, you, you pot committed and you did it for a long time. That's going to be on you. I don't think that is, I, I, I don't know this. I don't think that factors in whatsoever to FFP or any of that shit. I think you could just yeah. Offload I think it's this like the dude. NFL because the NFL you don't you yeah. don't uh, doesn't matter how much you pay offload your coach. it. Eat your yeah. eat the fifty million dollar loss or whatever it is. You're doing everything else right, and it just feels like this one cog is holding you back. Hashtag eat the fifty, right? Is that is that is, is that what we got? Graham, is that what we dude. have to do for for to get Graham out? Is it it's twelve million, dude? It's, it's twelve. Bro, it's twelve over six years, I think, or twelve over twelve per year over five years. I have to look at the contract so we, we get the we, Yeah, we got we got to we got to find out that because that's what. But it's good God, be. man! It's be, if it's Hansi Flick, if it's anybody, just give me a give me Harry Redknapp. Give oh me my God, Hallerdays! Give me give all me the Sam, lovable, lovable losers. Give Sam. me the lovable losers of the prem yeah. who just try to save teams at the end of the season. Sure. There's enough talent on this team. Just give me some guy out there who has some concept of what this hey, game boys. is about. Hey, hey, Anybody. Hey, Dave, leave West Ham. Come come coach us. The I'll take the them. Dude, David Moyes outcoached him. He's like, all right, we're getting eaten up by Enzo. We're going to just scram the midfield and double team him. We're going to get more physical. We're going to start to body these guys up. What did we do? We did the same exact shit. There's no counter move once it comes back at us every time. Checkers and chess, dude. He just doesn't have. He it. had his. He had and the temperament. He had a great sucks. armband on, though. Good, good for him. Uh, all right. Whatever. So, hey, man, let's get to the exciting part of the show. We're gonna hand out some awards. Uh, we always do this every week. It's the man of the match. It's sponsored by All Out Fitness, and at All Out Fitness, they're inspiring individuals to be their best selves. Jay, who do you have as the man of the match today? I think there's only two guys to consider. Um, I'm giving it to Enzo. The pass was sublime. Uh, he got nullified a little bit. Again, not his fault. Not a lot of help. Uh, I know he got man of the match, I think, by being or whoever assigns it. Um, I just – I love what this kid brings, man. He does it. He's a two-way midfielder. He's great defensively. He's great moving forward. He's got vision. He's got the technical ability to do it. He showed it today. That pass was – Dujau didn't have to do a damn thing. The ball just like – I mean – a heat-seeking missile right to his big toe. It was amazing. So Enzo Fernandez. That was fantastic. Uh, and and I do agree there were, there were limited selections, but uh, I'm going to go against the, the run of play here, and I'm going to say, you know what, Jay? I'm not giving it to anybody. And I am Ooh. not handing out a man of the match sponsored by All Out Fitness again until we fucking win. So until we decide to win, I am not giving out a man of the match. Uh, I don't care who it is. We're just not giving out the award anymore. That's how disappointed I am. That's my line in the sand. I'm sick of this shit. I want the guys to perform. Not that it means anything to anyone other than maybe the two people talking right now. But I'm not going to give a man of the match award to anybody until we fucking win. I like it. I like it. I wish our, I wish our coach had that same type of gumption. I wish he did. I wonder if he hands out tiny little trophies after the game for everyone. I bet you he does do participation ribbons for everybody. Just like, look, guys, for everybody. don't worry about it. There's orange slices on your snowballs. Uh, he's driving, dude. He is. He's driving me crazy. I think back to like when he first came on, and if you look back at our cast from then, it's like he was throwing out these strange lineups, and we were winning. We were getting results. It looked like he was Milan, around. We were like, twice. we were like, man, we got this magician. He's just. 
dude, he's just picking names out of hats and throwing it out there. The guy's such a genius. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this guy is so bad. I don't even think he belongs at Brighton. That's how bad I think this guy is. I think he bamboozled quite a few people. He is an atrocious, atrocious manager. And he doesn't belong anywhere near a club of this caliber. It's so annoying. You spend that much money, dude. Todd Bowley's just got to be like, what the f- it's uh, what did I just do? It, it, it can't be can't be high up on the uh, on the on the wind chart for him. But uh, that being said, hey, look, we're still in a little competition called the Champions League. It happens in Europe. They do it every year, uh, and it's a mm. big, it's a big tournament. A lot of big clubs in it. And if we want to play in it next year, we might have to win this one. Not looking likely, but. We have said many, many things in the in the past like this. Us us sitting tenth, the only thing that I think might actually happen is our chances in the in the in the Champions League. So maybe from the grace of God, Graham Potter will be allowed to continue to pull out winning lineups. If he pulls out winning lineups in the Champions League and we don't win another Premier League match for the rest of the season, so be it. If we can get some wins in Europe, unbelievable. Let's flip the script. Unfortunately for you and me, we'd have to put up with another year of Graham. But I would secretly hate every every win. Hey, yeah, this mother, this guy, this mother, dude. Where's Roberto Di Matteo? Can we just get him in for a couple months? We need something. But a few months is he even alive? Uh, I, I'll tell you where we're going though. A little place called Borussia Dortmund. Don't know if you've heard of it. A little spot mm. down there in Hermania, dude. Dortmund. Mm. Going to Signal, Iduna Park, Gio Reyna's down there. Coco went out today. I was watching the, the Dortmund game a little earlier, so giving him, scouting him out uh, a, a little bit. Uh, but, of course, we got Jude Bellingham, uh, Rafael yeah. Guerrero. They got some real talent over on the other side of the pitch over there. But granted, you know, Dortmund, much like Chelsea, they're known to put a piece of shit out on the field every now and again when they're, <laughs> when they're supposed to be pretty good. So, like, uh, ho- hopefully... Hopefully they drop a donkey dick on this one, and uh, and 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 we're and we're there to uh, crush some hopes and dreams in uh, in Germany uh, on Wednesday. Oh my God, I'm not even going to comment on that. I'm not beating that. Got that one spot <laughs> hey, on. Leave it. Leave it at that. <laughs> Jesus, it's pretty good, man. So uh, look, mm. we'll, we'll get it. We'll get a chance to hopefully chop it up uh, one more time before uh, the match on Wednesday, but it's 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the uh, 15th of February. Look, we appreciate all the likes. We appreciate the follows. Visit AmericaIsBlue.com if you want to check out our handsome faces, a little bit more about us. Get all the content that you need for America is Blue. Jay, great to be with you. Hopefully we'll be talking about a W next time, and I'll be giving out a Man of the Match award. Until then, America is Blue.